Tom Cruise, small man. I think he's like somewhere under five four. It's in that range. Is there anyone you can turn the volume down? Yeah, but so like, we I, can't hear everything. it's a social good that I am arrested because I don't have the coronavirus, and I don't want to get anyone else sick. As I'll bow my head and I'll I'll kind of let a little drool fall uh, from my mouth, and then I'll go this like this. Orthodox. I haven't heard this in the church before. I'll go like this. I'll go. Good morning, viewers. Wake up! When you don't know what to do, Jake and Caleb are here for you. Come on in and have some Hey guys, what's going on? Um, welcome back to watching the podcast. What? Sorry, hello? You're good? Hey man, can, can you hear me? Yes. Hello? All right. Oh. So it's coming up. Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm right here. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so guys, we wanted to um, let you know what we're doing. Obviously, it's not the same format that we normally do for the West Your Angle podcast, um, we had to, you know, start enforcing the social distancing, physical distancing policies into our own lives. And, and um, although it is a harsh reality, it's something that we're dealing with and accepting right now. Um, as you know, you know, last last week we were actually able to record uh, in the pod car. And uh, for those of you who, who don't know, this is actually a great time to expand kind of on what the pod car is, because I was getting a lot of questions about it. Podcar is basically the company car that we use for the podcast. We use it to go on, um, you know, errands, you know, whether it's business or whether we, you know, are needing to refuel, maybe get some energy, maybe get some food in between recording. We use the podcar. Anyway, um, we were in the podcar and we were a little nervous after we filmed because I started to feel sick um, the the day after we recorded previous episode i was actually feeling sick for a long time but more up and ahead and, and i was wondering why he felt so sick because all we did was we went to taco bell then we got i think it was like was it 35 dollars somewhere in the ballpark i found a food I, shortly after we actually drove directly to wendy's um so i don't think it was probably nothing to do with yeah i don't know if you, with food? Oh, i'm sorry can't, i'm not what? sure if we do I'm not sure if we went to two fast food um, establishments in one night or if it was three over the course of two nights, which would mean that there would be two in one night and one in the other. But anyway, um, due to these complications of my illness, I decided that it was best if we obviously kept some time apart just to ensure safety podcast. <laughs> and uh, so, I mean, yeah, at, at the end of the day, guys, um, we just we want to be safe uh and you know all jokes aside me and jake are trying to take just as many measures as you know other people are even though this is obviously a small community that we have here we still want to ensure the safety of ourselves so that we can keep you know bringing content to you um but getting back to kind of the more important part of that story i want to focus on the pod car and uh actually since the last episode dropped you know i've been getting millions um you know, tens, tens, fives, tens questions about the pod car. 
um, and where it kind of started, what it is, and why we you know need it, uh, why it's in the budget. So Jake, why don't you kind of expand upon what the podcar actually is and how it started? Well, you know, you said it's in the budget, and the budget often is what's going to dictate what directions we take with this podcast. Now, outside of what I normally think about when it comes to the podcast, I've done right. a little bit of my own building of a hobby, um, kind of looking into the concept of touring. You know, I've always liked the ideas of touring, you know, and famous actors all the time are just going on tour, doing their thing. So, you know, you have like, uh, I think it's like Tom, you know, Tom Cruise is a great example. He He's always doing his tour. I think it's like, like around November because it's not terribly cold. So we kind of just, you know, tours around. Now, and then, does he have a thing? Stop oh, right what's there. up? I'll stop right there. Does he? Can hear you. Anything? What's up? You, yeah, can yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hear you. I'm just wondering now. Does Tom Cruise? Does he have a thing? Because I've heard about this. Does he have a thing with the cold, or is it kind of it's something that is his manager controls? I mean, you know. Don't say, don't tell. He's a small guy. And, you know, uh, we both can relate to, well, you know, the winters weren't always the coldest when we, you know, packed down a little bit more pounds than normal. Tom Cruise, small man, I think he's like somewhere under 5'4". It's in that range. So, you know, we're working with a All small right. man. And when, you know, sure. regardless, uh, when, he's, when you're touring, you exert a lot of energy. And you're going around the country you know, saying hi to millions, fives, tens of fans. Um, you always have to, you know, he always makes it an effort to shake every one of their hands and, you know, compliment them on doing such a good job of being his fan. So it's tough because with a small man, small hands, a lot of hand shaking, this is not a good time mm -hmm. to be doing any of those things. Not good time, good time to be a small man. It's not a good time to be shaking hands, you know, during this pandemic. So luckily with what he's implemented is he's, he's no longer doing tours. And I think that's best for his health. Um, you know, does okay. that kind of answer yeah, your question? Well, I, I don't know if it, 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 it did answer questions that I have about, you know, Mr. Cruz about his kind of philosophy. I mean, his last uh, name is Cruz. He's cruising around trying to say to hide right. to many. Well, I, to me. yeah, yeah, I know you asked. So. I was thinking you did ask. I was yeah, wondering if there was a, was, there was a correlation between his name and how much he's on tour. But um, what, what I actually wanted to know more, you could kind of think you could expand on, is how, how did that uh, whole kind of cruise resolution revolution inspire our pod car? So, you know, I've always wanted to be one of the greats. Tom Cruise, one of the greats. Mm -hmm. um, who am I working with? You know, Shaq, one of the greats and what he does, you know. So I really admire people who are excel in their fields and I kind of just want to be one of those people. Why? Cause why not? You know, we only live, we live one life and it's over. So I kind of wanted to expand upon this idea of touring, um, going around with the, now you said the pod car. Ooh, now we're working with something. Now I'm kind of juggling. I'm moving this to the side. We're going to this side metaphorically and literally, cause we are, you know, I don't want to give it away, but, I, and I don't want to give it away, guys. I don't want to give it away. But you didn't hear this from me. Uh, West Coast, East Coast, straight line, Route 66. Just throwing those keywords out there. Look them up on YouTube. Put them in with the What's Your Angle podcast. I'm not giving away anything. I'm not doing spoilers. Look, I'll tell you what, guys. I think what Jake's trying to get at is 
There is never well, you shouldn't tell. any law. Well, I, I just want to let him know, you know, that there hasn't been any law set in place that you can't, you know, have the freedom to drive. And uh, one of our, you know, in America, one of our kind of sacred things, our sacred pastime, some people call it a pastime, some people call it a tradition, is the Route 66. And uh, like Jake said, you know, you have the East Coast, you have the West Coast, you have Middle America. Route 66 kind of hits the whole gist of uh, this great country that we live in. And, you know, a lot of people are seeking out parks and, and beaches to um, finally get out again and start experiencing the life that we used to know. But uh, honestly, you know, me and Jake had this idea of Route 66 and we kind of wanted to take advantage of that. And we weren't going to necessarily say what our plan was until a couple episodes. But now I'm getting, I'm honestly getting so excited that I, I think I should tell him. Hey man, hands up, don't shoot. But you can shoot this time, buddy. Well, I just, all right, I'm just going to say it. Um, Do it. You know, Jake and I. Do it. We've been following guys like Tom Cruise, you know, Tom Hanks and Shaquille O'Neal. They are all guys who have, you know, their tour is, their touring is impeccable. And it's one of the Mm -hmm. best tours. We've not only the method that they travel, but the speed and the the, uh, way that they accelerate. So we figured that, you know, at this time, honestly, guys, uh, uh, things need to start. They need to get going again. And we need to, you know, get the economy on the up and up and on the road because I can't, I can't be doing, you know, this self, self, um, quarantine thing mm-hmm. for much longer. I mean, I'll just be honest with you. He was this close. He called me up. He said, Jake, I'm going to do it. I looked at his left hand, gun in hand, you know, Xanax in the other. He said, going to end it all. I'm going to blow my brains out. And that's going to be the end of it. You're never going to see your best friend again. So I really, I had to get, I had to think on my toes because he was going to end his life. Um, so, you know, Jake, he said, he said, look, there is one option. There is one avenue we haven't really explored yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, that is doing a tour during this pandemic, doing a What Triangle podcast tour during this pandemic and using the very own Route 66, kind of the Highway of America. Um, and I looked at him and I, I'm going to be honest. I had, you know, a hint of doubt in me. I said, are you sure that we want to do this? You know, risk the lives of ourselves risk the life of those around us. And ultimately the answer was we were willing to take that risk. Um, you risk, know, uh, well, kind of what are we, how are we risk, how are we risking? What, well, are, what are we risking? I guess is what I mean. Well, I think what kind of what the left would say is that we're risking the lives of, you know, people who are likely to get the disease and, you know, likely to get sick and also ourselves, you know, our own well-being, our own health. But um, people with, you know, any kind of fundamental knowledge would understand that people die, you know, every day from things like uh, the flu, you know, things like starvation, um, things like the war on drugs. You know, people are dying every day. And honestly, that's what the uh, left-wing news doesn't want you to really know. They want you to believe it's all, you know, sunshine and LGBTQ rainbows all the time. But the reality of the situation is, you know, people are dying all over the world and i know that because i i have been all over you know i well i haven't been all over the world but i i i am an older guy and i i i have kind of a perspective on um the world that not many not many you know young people do Mm -hmm. so i think that i i'm able to see yeah i mean look 21 i've been to you know uh i've been out of the country once and i i've been to you know at least 10 states 
here in America. I, that's that's saying more say than I, a lot of Americans. Let's just be fair and honest. Sure, yeah. So, you know, um, that being said, I, I think I know my own safety. You know, I think I can handle it. And I am going to go outside. We're going to go outside and we're not doing any of this mask mumbo jumbo. You know, we're not, not wearing any of these, um, you know, gloves that you used to do when you were washing the dishes um, or when your wife was washing the dishes. Yeah, sorry. I didn't know my, I didn't know my wife was um, out of town for the weekend. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know what, I'm, you know what I mean. I, 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 I kind of know what you're saying. I kind of know what you're saying. I mean, I am 21. Get, get in the and, kitchen. Keep doing right. what you do. You know. Sure. Yeah. Do, I mean, your, do your due diligence. And look, hey, I know you know that we uh totally you know totally am all for kind of women you know doing mm-hmm. their thing. I just I just don't want a pink White House. Yeah, just do their thing, which is I would say. Mm-hmm. You're, Somewhere in this area, right? Thing, yeah. Right, a little Sorry, lower okay. would be, you know. In terms, I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So basically, we are really excited to launch the uh, What's Your Angle Route 66 uh, International Tour. And we are so excited that we have the opportunity to do it now because travel costs are so, you know, um, convenient. They're so cost efficient right now. So it was in our budget budget we were able to book the pod car um for an extended uh time and so we have it now until the end of july and we're going to take that car we're going to drive all the way down route 66 we're going to drive down all the way down route 66 we're going to hit your hometown guys um we are going to hit your hometown we're going uh because i don't know if you made it that clear first we're going down we're going down route 66 hometown uh with the pod car you know Either way, any way you look at it, we are going to be in your town. Uh, we're going to be performing live for so many, so many wonderful people. And I want you guys to start a hashtag. It's called Masks Off. Uh, this was a great two chain song. Mm-hmm. A couple, I think it was a couple months back. Uh, two chains released a song called Masks Mask Off, and he kind of knew that this was going to happen. He knew that there was something in the works that was deadly, and he had to get in touch with people like Shaquille O'Neal, Tom Cruise, to figure it out. And thank God that he did. You know, I'll just go out and say it. When we were saying who we take inspiration from, Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks, Shaquille O'Neal. But what do they have uh, in common? Okay, two of them's name is Tom. One's kind of an outlier. But what's so the big factor? Factor. Mm-hmm. What's different about them, though? Okay. What I like so much about these three men is they kind of embody the American dream, which is at the end of the day what we're trying to do, right? So we have three really successful men. We have Tom Cruise. We call him kind of tyke size. We have Tom Hanks, just an average working class man. And then Shaq, again, a bit of an outlier, kind of the bigger man. And he's often also the bigger man in a kind of more meta- metaphoric context. So the reason that I chose, we chose these three men to look up to eventually do this tour, going to be in a town near you, is because we can't leave any man out. These men kind of embody the exact sizes we we tend to play on small to big, you know, husky to uh, petite men. So, you know, they, they just really important because they all have made an impact on both of our lives and kind of our thought process for doing this. And hopefully through this, we can learn to kind of channel the little man, you know, when we're getting, when we're feeling a little too big and then maybe take it down a notch when we're kind of feeling Definitely. Uh, bigger than our seam. You know what I mean? You, you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. Sorry? Oh, yeah. Can't hear you. What's up? Huh? I percent. So at the end of the day. Exactly what I thought. Mm -hmm. I was I was just taking the words out of your head. I was saying right. So we take that metaphor, right? And we kind of we're gonna put it kind of. If we're gonna that kind of metaphor, then I would say that we could put it. You know, it, we could. You can mix and match like Play-Doh all day, turn it into whatever you want. You can make a fucking sculpture out of it. Uh -huh. The point is, we're gonna take that energy. I think the point is we're trying to take that energy and kind of convert it into. You were sorry. You were saying. I was, I was just saying, if I take the energy here and I kind of pass, well, I was saying, I kind of take it here, I pass it to you. We could put it in so kind of just a funnel. If I could reach and in through your, you, you could take your hands and put oh, it this way. Were you saying something? Uh, huh? I lost you there. Were you saying something to me? Hey man, we're doing a tour. What else, what else is there to say? We're doing a tour, man. <laughs> I'm glad we're on. Now, I just hope you guys are on the same page. Come see us live. I don't know where we'll be, but, you know, we kind of send out. I know you guys follow us on Instagram, uh, YouTube, Pod Bay, all the classic Simplecast. So just check the live feeds that we'll be sending through. We'll say, okay, we're meeting here. And, um, well, I, I, there's nothing I, that I can do. Is there any like earphones or something? Well, can, can, if I'm talking the other like, it, it, is there anything? Are you FaceTiming? Yeah. Oh. Is there anyone you can turn the volume down? Yeah, but so like, I, guys, viewers, I'm offering you a one-time deal. Um, if you anyone out there has a place for me to stay at this time, um, I'm desperate and I'm actually homeless. I don't have a home uh, to live in, and even tonight, I, I don't know where I'm going to sleep. Um, and I, I don't, you know, I don't even have a couch to to sit on. I don't mean to interrupt you. I don't mean to interrupt you, but uh, this isn't. I don't yeah. know if this. I, I I'm just gonna just gonna say I don't you know. I don't know if this might be the best time to. Uh, I I don't know how many hands you're gonna get in in uh, aid at this time. I'm just saying right now, you know, because you seem like a nice guy and you seem like you'd be a joy to live with no matter who's there, and who's yeah. paying the rent. But, but uh, just let me finish. Um, the only thing about it is that, you know, right now we're kind of in, I don't know if you've been looking outside, you know, but we're kind of in a thing. It's unprecedented. We've never seen it before in modern history. Uh, you know, the tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people are sick currently. So, and it's a, it's because of a really contagious thing. So I'm, I'm just saying, you know, and I'm not a skeptic or anything, just saying, yep, I am. Not, it just might not be the best time to be asking for handouts. You know, you know, what you know what I'm saying, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm not being rude or look, I mean, look, if, if you're going to put a hand out for me, you can assure that I will shake it with sanitized, washed hands. I'm not going to put on one of those fancy latex gloves because I don't have the money to but, buy those. But there's no need to shake hands in the first place if someone was letting you stay with them. Hey, if, if, you're gonna do a handout, if you're doing a handout, if you're doing some sort of government handout, you can promise that my hands are clean. Um, and I don't, I don't want anything to do with that, frankly. I think it's, I think, you know, people getting handouts right now from the government need to learn one thing, how to get a job. And I've kind of been an advocate for this since the beginning of the podcast. Um, I don't like lazy people. 
I don't like people who, you know, can't get a job and can't get on their, can't get on their own feet because I had to do it myself. Um, from the moment that I, you know, left my hometown for New York City, you, I was a kind of child prodigy and I paved the way my, my own, with my own money, with my own funds, and with my own mindset. But you, you saying, um, <laughs> you know, just, just um, bear with me. You said something about you working, you, how did you make that? What money? Because you're saying you're making money and I agree, you got to work hard in this world. You got to go far, you'll go far, you know, that's what, that's the American dream. They kind of put it up in the bright lights. But you're yeah. saying that you were had a job, uh, some, I don't know, something about that. I don't know. Yeah. In well, the thing is, my, my philosophy is that mm. you don't need a job if you are preaching the word of God, because that in itself is a job. And I have been having to do that for the past couple months. Um, the last few months I was living in New York, a lot of people needed guidance from me and I had to be the shoulder to cry on a lot of the time. So I couldn't afford to, you know, necessarily be earning uh, money myself. And this is why. Yeah, but you were just talking about how people are is, lazy if they don't make money. I've just, just hear me out, you know, that's what no, you're I, saying. I, no, I, I hear what you're saying. People, just, are lazy. I don't know. Maybe they, I'm not putting two two together. They, they, you know, there are some people in this world who, you know, before all this virus stuff, didn't even have a job. And now they're reaping the benefits, you know, in their middle-class, um, you know, house, living with their parents. No, being no bills. No bills, getting the benefit from the government. And frankly, you know, that's taking, taking away the money for a lot of people that do need it. I mean, there are those scumbags and there are people like me who are, you know, kind of preaching the word. I think it's the word of Christ and um, Jehovah himself, I would, I would say, um, that is kind of, I'm able to enlighten people and actually... I've been developing a new technique where I will actually, you know, congregate a group of people. Um, I did just one right now. Day. So in the time when you're not really, I get about, to I get, well, sorry, I'm, you're breaking up. I get about six to eight people together and sometimes 10, sometimes, you know, 12, mm-hmm. uh, we gather in a circle and we make sure that we're really close because it's an essential part of the prayer. Close and, uh, in terms of like, you guys are all really like, close to each other, you know, mentally. We need to be kind of, you know, in t- two feet distance and we need to okay, actually, well, that's hands. too close. I think that's too close though. And um, I'm sorry, buddy, you're again, you're breaking up. I it must be my internet. There. But, uh, internet. you know, so we're holding hands kind of closely and we are actually feeling the bond of God. And then what I like to actually do is I'll bow my head and I'll, I'll kind of let a little drool fall uh, from my mouth, and then I'll go this like this. Orthodox. I haven't heard this in the church before. I'll go like this. I'll go, and I'll kind of, I'll, I'll kind of have this. I'll have a drool in my mouth, and I'll, I'll kind of go. Uh, we saw it the first time. That, I don't know if we need another. I, I think I got that's, it. That is what I call, in the word of Jehovah, a cleanse. Um, and what we're doing actually is cleansing Satan. So and everyone's wait. So so you're the only one spitting. Are you the only one doing the spit technique to, to everyone? And I assume they're wearing masks, right? You would think you would think that, but actually, in order for this prayer to work, each one of us needs to be practicing this procedure. We uh, we need to be holding hands as well as doing this. Um, I don't call it spitting so much. I call it spraying the word of our Lord, mm-hmm. and we each need to be doing that at the same time um, in order for the prayer to work. Uh, According now, to who, though? That's what know, I'm curious because I don't think this is in the. This doesn't sound like it's in the. Are you making this up right now? This is old. This is old testament. This. Oh, old. Okay. No yeah, I mean, that anymore. That's right. I mean, you're talking about. I mean, when you're talking about this, you're talking 
talking about maybe 2000 uh, BC, you know, 15, 15, 16, John Matthew. I don't know exactly that where it sounds from. like. Sounds like you have a good grasp on where it is, though. Sounds. sounds I mean, it's, it's somewhere. It's somewhere between the old and the new, and people are are nowadays. King James is calling it the Middle Testament, and I, I'm I'm beyond. I think Penguin, Penguin published it. Yeah, um, King, the King John is a big supporter of the whole movement. But you know, anyway, Jake. Basically, what I'm trying to tell you is that I'm not going to let any of this um, virus stop me. Well, the word. Well, the only the only reason that I could is by people telling me that I need to get a job and I need to be working for a capitalistic structure that actually has been cruel, you know, all along to me and to a lot of people in my life who have had to be working class people and make minimum wage to you know support a big uh, group of of people, whether it's their family or their own well being. And I just think that that system is backwards, which is why I I knew that I. You need to start spreading the word of our Lord and our Savior. Mm-hmm. Now, um, a few people have come to me, you know, after these prayer meetings, they'll come to me, they'll write me. I actually had one touching, touching story. Uh, I got an email. But you, have, but you guys weren't, weren't touching, though. As long as there's no skin contact, we're good. Not, not, yeah, no, not at the time that I got the email, but this was a woman that I had touched previously Uh-oh. at a, a lecture. So mm. I, had, I had gotten this email this morning. Just this morning, you know, I'm scrolling through my email. I usually do this i'm going through the what's your angle podcast email to see about every all the business inquiries then i go through my personal every morning three times how long does it take i'm just curious like you know for me it takes me about i think it's like five seconds maybe just check to see well for the one for the what's your angle email we are pretty busy these days with inquiries so it that one takes me about 15 to 20 minutes to kind of scroll through everything make sure that none of it is spam and most okay. of it is not spam um and then my personal email my personal email <laughs> Uh, will usually take a, a bit longer, about thirty to thirty-five minutes, because I'm actually writing back and composing um, the emails back to the back to the people that are writing me. Now, this one that I received this morning was especially touching <laughs> because uh, it was from a, a young woman. Her name was Lauren, and this was a woman that I t- had touched uh, a few meetings back uh, with the spirit of the of the Christ. And you know, you, you call this spraying of the word of the something spraying the word of the Lord. Something right. Like- I mean, look, buddy, you. You can call it whatever you want. Uh, it's the truth. You, I think you, so call, you said she that. So wrote me, she wrote me and she said, you know, uh, Pastor Cronin, the past meeting was so incredibly touching to me that I don't think I'm ever going to be able to go on living um, without, you know, having the word of God into my life. I said, that is amazing. You know, I wrote her back. I said, I hope all is well. I, that was my last remark. She emailed me um, about nice. afternoon. That's nice. Yeah. She emailed me about afternoon noontime that same day and she said it's funny you actually mentioned that because uh i was recently diagnosed with the covid19 virus um and but wait wait can i can I just ask something yeah how is that how is that possible if you were doing all this great work you know not having a job being unemployed not paying uh taxes not paying personal income taxes because there's no income um and and you know spraying these people i don't get isn't the lord supposed to be there for us in our times of Need. Yeah. Well, hey, I'll tell you what, man. The the Lord works in mysterious ways, and um, this was a, a special opportunity. So she wrote me. She said I was diagnosed with the coronavirus, and I am very sorry to say that I won't be able to make this evening's prayer meeting. I said, Lauren, it is so important right now that you join us for this meeting Jeez. tonight, um, because you, out of all people, need that spray of Christ the most. And not only do you need 
mean it, but you need to be bestowing your gracefulness and your strength that is going through this virus onto the others around you. Hmm. So I told her, I told her, look, I asked her, are you able to get out of bed? She said, yes. I said, would you be able to hypothetically in a, in a far-fetched world, you know, come to the prayer meeting? She said, yes, Pastor Cronin, I'll do it for you. Um, because you are kind of an influence. So that this past night, you know, I was, it was a couple hours ago. We had met at the, um, well, it's actually in my basement of my home because the churches are not open nowadays. Okay, so, so I so, had to have private meetings. And you live by yourself, right? So, so you just, um, so, you know, it, if, if anything were to happen, you're not putting anyone's life, like people you live with in danger. That's good. I'm glad that you're doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't see any threat. You know, I'm, I'm living with two older women, my mother, oh. my grandmother, hmm. but um, I don't, I don't know if, if any of that would be the most, most susceptible an excluded group. So they're the most susceptible. So, so I'm, Listen, I'm just confused. I'm a bit confused. I think it's because of the lag. There's something going on with Zoom and the client. Must be. Know, must be. Because I've, I've never had this. I, I tell the story to a lot of people. And, they, and I bet you're crystal clear in person. But let me just, I just got to, I'm just going to roll it back. You're saying that you had this church group. You don't make any money. Um, and, you know, somehow you guys got all, I don't even know how you guys met, but um, essentially you met and you continued meeting amongst the, the virus because that's correct um and you would touch you'd touch each other and and use the spraying of the lord which i still not sure what that means um but i i don't know and then you proceed to take those people and bring them in the in the house so i thought you were i thought you lived alone i thought you lived alone and you live with two older women and they say older people are the most susceptible for the virus Hey, and again, I'm devil's advocate. We're talking about the Lord here. Pretend, pretend I'm Satan. Satan be. Remember, pretend I'm Samuel Satan right now, yeah. and I'm wearing that nice suit okay. that he wears with the red tie. I got the horns going out, you know. And and I'm I'm here to collect the souls of children. I come in. I'm evil, you know, just evil guy. Yeah. I'm saying. Ooh. Have you ever seen? There I go, Caleb. Have you ever seen my point of view? I'm Satan like, as Satan, devil's advocate. Cause that's always what they used to call him. You seeing what I'm saying and that it might not be the best idea to take someone who, what would, how about this? What would you say to someone who would claim something like that? Cause I think that's a load of bullshit, but that's just me. And again, I, those are, those are our haters. We've talked about them in previous episodes. People like that, that kind of don't think yeah. with their full oh, brain capacity. Look, I mean, here's the thing. I am all for uh, both sides of the argument. You know, I want to be heard and I want to hear you. Um, mm -hmm. and that's how I've always been orientated. I've been an, a person who's orientated to hear both sides of the story, guess the bottom, guess the truth. Um, and what you're saying is completely valid. I can understand why the devil would have that point of view. And that is mainly because he is misinterpreting my story and thinking that I am bringing just one person and endangering one person's life by bringing them into my home. I'm in fact bringing a group of, like I said, eight to 12 people, depending on how busy the night is of the congregation, to my own home with the uh, immune compromised older women that I'm living with. And that is, that is such an impeccable bond with all those God-loving people that there is no way that, you know, the advocate himself, Satan, is going to get in um, to that circle. And if you don't believe it, you can, you know, watch, uh, uh, I recorded, I'll, I'll upload it later, a live stream 
stream of tonight's pod, uh, tonight's um, prayer meeting with Lauren. She had come. She was diagnosed with the coronavirus this morning. She was able to make it to our prayer meeting the night she was diagnosed. Now, if that's not the work of Christ, I don't know what is. Um, she was able to participate not only in the listening of the prayers, um, but she was also able to join our prayer. We do it like the one I was explaining at the end of every session. We hold hands, we open wide, we open our mouths, we let a little bit of spit drool down, and then we kind of tilt our heads back and we go like this all at the same time in unison. <laughs> shake our heads, shake the saliva actually into the air, and that mm -hmm. is praying the word of Christ into the atmosphere and saying, Be gone, Satan. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we get them out of that room. You guys are kind of in a diamond, almost like a rhombus kind of formation. Do the ritual, drink some water. I would laugh, say do a spit I take maybe. Say, um, it's it's rectangular. If it was a rhombus, <laughs> I think that would be more of looking at twelve to sixteen people. I would say the formation is more rectangular. Okay, well, I just want to let you know rhombus has four sides. Um, so that was really, I think that that really put some good. Uh, I think that really nailed, you know, the head on the nail, whatever the saying is. Um, and I'm glad that you clarified because, you know, Lauren wasn't doing too hot and I barely knew her, but I felt like I was there. You know, I wish I could have been there again. Um, but, you know, you know, my situation, I kind of, I'm actually under house arrest currently. I was fortunate enough to have some sort of an internet connection. And the the misdemeanor for the house arrest, but that was prior to the coronavirus. Now, what, I, what were you well, initially arrested? So I was just, you know, I was just saying that this is my arrest. You know, I'm arrested and it's good. It's, it's a social good that I am arrested because I don't have the coronavirus and I don't want to get anyone else. Sick. It's definitely a social good. You know, I, I would never argue that it's not a social good. But I'm wondering if you could go into a little more detail on how you originally got arrested. Um, because I know that this was something that had happened before, you know, any of the, the virus talk actually even occurred. You know, you had, you know, it, it was the predicament in the store. You, you had met the gentleman with the darker skin. Now, I'm wondering, you know, where, where did you cross the line? Mm -hmm. Okay, well, I'll just, I'm just going to lay it all out on the table. Here's the, here's the truth. Proof is in the pudding, you know, and, and the details can get foggy at times. Um, and it's good to stay clear of the fake kind of, information that we're fed and, 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 and kind of misleading uh, terms that we like to follow and live our lives by. So uh, do you know what I'm, do you know what I'm, do you know I what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I'm all for it. So, so, you know, to answer, to answer your question, the real truth is to avoid the details and really not to ask too hard because you'll just end up in circles again. The only time a circle's good is if you're doing one of your spit take uh, spraying Jesus whatever you called it. Uh, this is more kind of rooted in reality. Um, unlike the Lord, contrary to your belief. Um, and so I, you know, just don't ask questions, please. And let me just kind of do my thing and, and do this one good thing um, amongst, amongst the history of awful, evil, terrible things that I might or may think, not have done. Hmm? What's up? I think, I think especially now, um, in, you know, in a time like this, we are, so prone to kind of thinking what we know, what we, what we think we already know is true. And mm. what we, you know, what we have seen so far is, has been incredible. Not only, not only has the, have the numbers been up, but they've actually been down and not, not many mm -hmm. people are seeing that. Yeah. Yeah. But I know that you know, 
for me, for me, it's the same. It's the same, you know. Um, I, mean, I saw it once, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, you saw it, we saw it, nobody saw, saw it. it. Saw nobody it. saw it. But no one saw it coming. At, at the end of the day, we knew what we were going to accomplish, and that's what we knew. What was what was within ourselves? The small thing. I remember that. The small things can add up. Now, no, right. uh, mm-hmm. you know, whether or not you're going to the grocery store, whether or not you're going, you know, to, you're driving in the car. It's all about being, you know, with you and being also, you know, not so much there because you want to keep it always watching. Always. You're always not only, you know, you're thinking about people like people like Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, we're t- talking about effectiveness, leadership. Who, who is it that's, you know, really leading the, the, the conversation at this time? I don't know. It's hard to, that's hey. why I'm thinking, I'm thinking the left. Hey. Wing, hey, man. hey man, you there? Get through this. That's, I don't know exactly. Hello. Who Hello. Is. I know. I, are you? Sorry, buddy. Can you, sorry, buddy. Buddy, you there? Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, hello? You got me there? Say hi if you can hear me. Say hi. Hello. Oh, yeah. Hello. I'm not getting you. Wait. Are you look, why are you looking over there? Are you looking? Can you look at the screen? Where are you? I can't. Are you here? What's I up? Be, I should be on the computer screen. Let your oh, monitor. Hey, hey, man. Hey, what's up, dude? Oh, nothing much. How you feeling? Uh, nothing much at all. Great. You know, honestly, I since since this evening, you know, the, the whole prayer meeting thing we're talking about. I actually am getting a little achy. Uh, I think it was because I was standing for a while. Um, I, I, you know, I got a, a runny nose a couple hours ago. Allergies. My, my body has been. In. Buddy. Allergy yeah, I mean, season. The, dude, this, with the seasons changing, it's like you don't even know days where it's coming. I sure don't. I sure don't. But I mean, my immune system is strong as ever. I think I ate, you know, I think I had fried chicken four nights out of the five uh, five nights of the week, and that was kind of boosting. You had to you had to scratch that itch. I know how that itch gets because well, first, yeah. first night comes and you go, ooh, thank God I got that taken care of. Second night you go. It wasn't quite there, so you get it again. You get a larger order, and then the third night you're like, "I am good to go." I'm good. and in there, fact, there you did great all day. You made a but, nice but chicken you curry. What? Wait, what? But what? I was just agreeing, buddy. Okay. Uh, so, so I understand. I understand. Four nights of chicken, and and you know what they say? They say peanut oil is actually, especially when any item is deep fried for about fifteen minutes a day, it's good for the um. Mm-hmm. Good for the soul. And, you know, ask the historians who have done research in, you know, ancient Athens, ancient Greece. They were all fried foods. One, they, yeah, they lived to 110. Two, they ate fried foods. Now, there's plenty of other facts and data to analyze, but I don't really, where's the correlation? I don't see it with anything else other than that, because food is a direct thing integrated. Here's what I noticed, Jake. Mm-hmm. I noticed, you know, a lot of studies have been done about fried food and its correlation to amazing athletes. Um, when you're looking at guys like Michael Phelps, who mm-hmm. had to be the swimming, hunk. I mean, they had to swim miles. Um, hey, it's just him. And what do you mean? Well, nowadays you got to be careful. I mean, it's walking on eggshells with any type of, you know, LGBTQ barbecue, any, mm-hmm. any. And Michael, that's good with bar- that's good with fried chicken too. Have you ever dipped that in barbecue? Oh sure, yeah, I do. I do. I, I give him a little toss in Utz barbecue potato chips after I fry them. Um, now, the amazing thing about fried food and its correlation with amazing athletes is that there's actually a secret formula. Not a lot of people know this, 
Um, not a lot of studies mm-hmm. on this, and you know, it's, it's, it doesn't have an FDA approval, that's for sure, but you're not gonna hear this on CNN. Um, it is actually that when you fry a food for more than 12 minutes, that is sealing in all the nutrients of the whole food um, so that nothing is able to escape as quickly as if you were to um, cook it in a less uh, fat, uh, fatty way with less oil involved. Now, a lot, people, a lot of people are wondering, well, I heard about the, you know, flash, the flash frying technique, just a quick fry, quick um, you know, douse in the oil or a sear. I heard that that's actually effective in uh, not, not having a lot of your food absorbed oil. That is one of the farthest things from the truths that I've ever heard. Um, the truths? It, 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 it's, almost, it's almost so hard to believe. It's almost as hard to believe as the Michael Phelps, Tiger Woods conspiracy. Mm. Um, but what, what we do know now, guys, and by, any, by all means, you know, none of this is proven. It's not what you're going to hear on the news. It's something that we know is that if you fry food for more than 12 minutes in vat of oil that's at least six inches deep, you are sealing in the nutrients so that none of those proteins, none of those, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, sugars, you know, all the things that help for you, you know, all those vitamins can stay inside the oil. The oil is actually going to provide kind of a coating. You know, a lot of times you hear, you hear chefs talk about things. We're going to sear the meat so that we seal in the juice. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what they're talking about, guys. Yeah. Um, they're talking about sealing in the vitamins. I've heard Emerald and kind of claim that, that brings us to our that brings us to our next sponsor for you know this week's episode and also the tour that we're going on. It is the Vitamin Shoppy. Uh, Vitamin Shoppy has been a new company that has been supporting us for the past couple weeks uh, when this whole virus came up. They've been keeping us in good spirits. They've been helping us out. They've been giving us all the medication and vitamins that we need. And we want to thank Vitamin Shoppy so much. Um, you know what I really like? I, I've been really getting into their green pill recently. What I like so much about Vitamin Shoppy is that they kind of give you a sampler pack. It's almost like candy in a way, you know, and I love, I have a sweet tooth that's insatiable. Um, so I always kind of, my favorite color is green. Guys, I know you're wondering, favorite color is green. Not I, mine. I was telling them, not you. Um, so, you know, I take those vitamins, pop a couple, um, and I like to see what they do, right? I like to see what they do. And don't call me a little party animal, sometimes I do four. So one thing that you find is that by taking different vitamins that aren't marked, not labeled, there's no um, uh, information on the back of the package that kind of says, you know, like in a Jolly Rancher uh, package, hypothetically, if you ever had one. I don't know who the fuck would have one of those anymore. Well, that's, that's usually what I'm comparing my vitamins, my vitamins to as anyway, you know. Cool. And, and you look at the back and it shows you what flavors they are. What's interesting about vitamin shoppy is you never know what you're going to get, but it's always going to be something good. Now, the past couple of days that I've been taking, I don't know about you, but I've been getting a little uh, drowsy and I'm, and I'm grateful for it because before I was taking vitamin shoppy, green blend, I kind of, I'll be honest, I had trouble sleeping because I was, I was thinking about how much more um, good I have to do by being under house arrest. You yeah. know? And, it's, and it's hard when you're, when you're under arrest, it's hard to sleep. And you're also probably thinking about the murder a lot too uh ask you know ask any criminal al capone uh ted bunsey they always say man i couldn't sleep with vitamin shoppy was sponsoring their killings and the awful deeds that they committed um against many uh, innocent people they'd be sleeping like a like a dandy and luckily i have i don't know what your experience has been with the orange blend because i know your favorite color is orange the thing the thing is uh 
Um, the orange blend is, the vitamin choppy orange blend is something that is kind of meant for artists and more specifically Gemini artists. Um, the orange blend is something that I was working with the people from vitamin choppy for a long time on and they were actually putting together a package that would allow me to remain calm and also remain jobless. Um, a lot of these pills I was taking were giving me motivation to you know, seek financial stability through a career, through a job, mm-hmm. through income. The Vitamin Shoppy Orange Package ensures that you will not have that you know, pressing motivation that really wears you down and really um, conflicts with the life of, of well, a disciple of the Lord, um, you said. It would completely exactly. interfere with that life. And that's why I actually love Vitamin Shop because they are, I'm sorry, <laughs> Vitamin Shoppy, um, because they are mm-hmm. a Christian company. Mm-hmm. And, and on Double the back C. of all of their pills, they have a little fish. And that's how you know it's from the true Vitamin Shoppy. Now, I'm wondering, you said, you know, people, guys like uh, Ted Bunsey and, uh, you know, John, John Wayne Gray, they are people who I wish they could have gotten a package from Vitamin Shop because I, that would have turned their lives around. How can we make sure that people nowadays who are kind of on the path to be the next, you know, Charles yeah. Cunyon are going to get the package from Vitamin okay. So, So the advice that I would give to those who are waiting in line to get in the doghouse kind of voluntarily um, or aspiring to kind of live up to those standards, you know, um, this is my advice. Get a family member, get someone close, loved one, or maybe someone not even. What's your advice? Huh? What's your advice? Take, um, get a, get a, get a, get a, um, someone who you trust or get someone who you don't trust at all. Kind of coerce them and call by, give vitamin shoppy a call up because they're really great. They have great landlines, really speedy kind of answering times in their customer service rated five out of five, no matter where you look. I'm not even going to spare the details of where I found that number. Just look it up. It's really not that hard. Look up their five out, five out of five customer service, call them up and say, I have a friend, or, or again, doesn't have to be a friend. It could just be anybody. It's just some loser who's easily manipul- manipulated. It's not hard. In fact, plenty of videos on how to manipulate people. Look it up. How do you think I got house arrested? Um, and you say to them, you go, I'm going to need a big order of greens, or I'm going to need an order of blues, or hell, I can even go for an order of the clear ones. I'll take an order of the clear ones. But, you know, me, my, my favorite bag of poison is kind of the mixed bag, you know. So they, they call it vitamin shopping mixed bag. Get one of those. Get one of these people that you've, uh, at this point, you've manipulated. Mom, I miss you so much. I'm about to go to the big house. I, I, I killed so many people. Wow, wow, wow. I never got, boo-hoo. Shut up. Shut up. Jesus. I need you, Mom, right now. I need you to take these bag of gummies, these vitamin nummies, I'm going to need you to shove them up your rectum. I'm going to need you to squeeze hard. I'm going to need you to just put that in there just for the time being. It's, it's, it's over before you know it. I've done it so many times. Come here. This is, and this is on the word of Jake and also a disciple of the Lord, Caleb Cronin, uh, Cronano. Watch your a podcast. This is what they recommended me. You come in with that sweet thing of yours, that big ass of yours, old mama. And I'm going to need you to come through the gates uh, peruse the guards, maybe suck one off just to get past, you know, if they, he goes, you have some stuff in your ass, just suck his dick. Oh, I'm right. sorry. Just do, do what you need to do. I'm not going to get explicit. I apologize. Get through the front, 
give this to your soon to be prosecuted killer or manipulator, whatever he's done, fraud, uh, it doesn't matter, coercion, conspiracy to uh, against the United States. You give him his vitamin gummies and he goes to, to the nummy world. And I love vitamin shoppy. Kill me, shoot me, shoot me. Well, I can't, I can't talk about one of my favorite brands who sponsored the episode. Are you fucking serious? I can do whatever I want, you know? Cop's gonna come up behind you. He's gonna say, spread them. Please spread them. I need to see those vitamin nummies. Give him one and he's gonna feel as jolly as a gummy. Well, look, here, here's another thing. Um, you know, people have been, have been emailing me and ever since we kind of brought up this whole vitamin shoppy um, situation, which I think uh, this episode was the first one. I've been getting emails, uh, even while you were talking, my phone is going off the, off the knocker. Okay, well, and, so, they, so they already have access to this episode? Oh yeah, it's, it's live. Um, and the emails are saying, you know, Caleb, Mr. Cronano, you know, Pastor Cronano, um, they're saying, I've been getting a lot of emails from another company, you know, another supplemental company, uh, and that is GNC, GMC. Uh, I've been getting this competition brand from GMC. That's what I was thinking. Uh, and then I, I did a little research on my hmm. laptop, and I noticed that GMC actually also has a um, chain of uh, supplement and vitamin stores. Now, this is an amazing thing um, because they are direct competition against vitamin shopping. Now, me being the peaceful man that I, I am, I got right off up my chair. I called the CEO of GMC. I said, you need to retire or else I'm going to strap bombs to the bottom of your headquarters. I'm going to blow you to high heavens, my friend. And this was before everything. So, you know, I, I would have been able to get out just fine with my bombs. Um, and he said, I'm sorry, there's been a, a misunderstanding. This is vitamin shoppy you're, you're talking to. I say, vitamin shoppy? Wait a minute, is this Rick? He says, yeah, this is Rick. From vitamin said, shoppy. I say, Hey, Rick, I'm so sorry. I was I was trying to call GMC, and he goes, "Yeah, this is GMC. This is Rick from GMC talking." At this point, guys, my mind's going. Woo, what the woo. hell? What the hell? I say, Rick, you mind explaining to me what's going on before I choke your whole sister? So I'm he saying. says, he says, "Wait, what? I, you cut out? What did you What did you say to him?" Oh, nothing. I don't. I don't remember if I said anything. He said, "Guys," and this was me and Jay on the phone now both of us he said what if i told you that gnc vitamin shopping and gnc are a tri-caster company and they are together trying to bring the world to a better place now i look back i look at jake because we're in the same room and i say jake you ever seen something like this this fool wants to try to get something past us so i walk out the door you know what I said? I said, Next, no. I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen anything. I've never seen, I've, I, I literally, I was so mind blown because I had never heard a guy sound so stupid. So honestly, sound like a dumbass. Next idiot. thing you know, me and Jake are loading up the GNC, putting RPGs, you know, mm. C4, uh, anyway, right. TNT, into the GNC. And we had a plan to, this was back in 99. We had a plan to actually go to the tower go inside the garage and make the car go kaboom boom with the explosive inside with us inside. And, uh, and we, we were, you know, set to do this. And then Rick called 
Rick is from Vitamin Shopping. He goes, guys, I was cut off the line. Uh, I didn't get to finish the sentence. He said, and we would like to sponsor the What's Your Angle podcast. <laughs> and we were this close. Three supplemental packages of the Blue and Orange Pills. <laughs> Can you believe how close we were? Okay. We were going to do nice. some big damage. We were going to say bye-bye to Vitamin okay. Shopping. Unfortunately, we had already it sent still one went of off. Our it's, it's still yeah, went off. Yeah, still went off in the, in the garage. <laughs> now, no one was severely hurt. You know, a couple people died, whatever. But it was ultimately going to be a lot bigger. Um, you know, if you want to reference stuff that we have done in response to these, you know, businessmen who want to take advantage of us, Look at something in 2001 that happened. It's if you can Google it, it's called the September 11th attack of the World Trade Center. And this was something that um, Jake and I were kind of prompted to do after we were on the phone for a long time with Radio Shack, and we were asking them, you know, why am I not getting the remote control car in the mail on Tuesday when you said it would arrive on Tuesday, and now it saying arrival by Thursday, guys. Now, this was 2001. Uh, shipping was not as thorough as it is today. But nevertheless, me and Jake were so impatient. And so, I'm sure everyone's been in this situation with Radio, radio Shack at, at one oh, point definitely. or another. And you feel like pulling your hair out. You get so stressed out. You get so uh, upset. Oh, yeah. It's like a rage, you know. It's like an unblinded rage you get with just so, Radio Shack. We, they should call it Radio Shack. We, I'm, I'm fed up with them. I was fed up in 2001. Thank we God got, they went out of business. Sorry, I keep cutting you off. This is just, this is a- We got so fed up. Oh, I know. Hey, I know. We got so fed up that we said, how can we really, you know, how can we affect them? How can we When we looked at their logo, we saw this large tower. We said, okay, what does that tower obviously symbolize? Jake said, probably, you know, a radio tower because Radio Shack, Radio Tower. I said, no, you dumb idiot fuck. That is Twin Towers. He said, well, I don't really know. It doesn't look like, you know, buildings. I said, hush right there. I already got people on the phone. I've had a guy in Boston who's been working on, you know, uh, airline flying for a couple of years now. He's trained. He's well off. He's going to do it. He's well in doubt. He's got a buddy who knows how to get past airline security. We're going to, we're going to hit Radio Shack where it hurts. Now, did Radio Shack actually have, and I want you to answer this, Jake. Did Radio Shack actually have any, uh, headquarters in the World Trade Center in New York City? Well, so, um, so, I mean, just to kind of, just to kind of explain fully what happened, we, we were under the impression that there was a Radio Shack in the World Trade Center. We were also under the impression that the CEO was there that day, because typically, you know, executives come in, come out, do their thing. We got an anonymous tip that he was going to be there that day. So we wanted to do something that really would send the message and bring it home. So what we decided to do was a little, uh, now that I look back, was a little mean, our plan. Yeah. I, 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 do, should, I, should I say this? Because this is pretty incriminating. I think I should, though. It's, it's for the good uh, of the people. It, I, I, would, I, would hold, I would hold back. I think, I think we've already said enough. I'm going to say it. Um, we found out what floor... See, his name was um, Mark Mark um, Mark Rubino. I remember that was the CEO's name of Radio Shack, and I heard that Mark was going to be on the 76th floor of the World Trade Center. 
So this is what we did. We got a bakery to make one of those erotic cakes with a huge, huge penis sticking straight up and it was jizzing and and, and the jizz, the, the, Frost. the frosting spelled Mark suck a fat one. And so like we were, we were laughing all day thinking about this. And so we got the cake and we sent, we sent it up to uh, that 76th floor and the the worst part about this story is, um, you know, that's pretty heinous of us to do. And now that I look back and, and I'm very disappointed in what happened, but uh, I wanted to know what the look on Mark's face was. Uh, coincidentally, something else happened. I, something. Do you remember? I think it was day. something, it was something weird. It was like. Same day, same day in the same building. But I can't remember why, but for some reason we never knew what Mark's face looked like with the cake. I mean, so it was, you know, at the time there wasn't any live stream, there wasn't any, you know, video technology. Couldn't hack into the, one, yeah. We couldn't really hack into the penis. We, we just, we were able to make it spell the letters uh, of Mark's name, but we, there was no way we could get a, get a video camera in there. But whatever you know, happened incidentally, to him? It's not, I, I don't know, but it may have had something to do with the 9-11 terrorist attacks that actually coincidentally happened in the, in the same building actually hit the 76th floor and you know, took out a lot of people. Probably not. He's probably on some island somewhere. I'm so, you know, kind of startled by our gag. He decided he needed to change his life forever. But it may have something to do with that. Um, but we don't have a lot of info on those attacks. Now, you might be wondering, what, what, Caleb, what, what was Caleb talking about, you know, before with the aircraft carrier? How did that play into the whole cake story? Well, this mm. is another, you know, hilarious mix-up. Um, a new guy in Boston, and he, he had a buddy who knew how to get past airline security. They had been training in aviation for the past three years at the Aviation Academy. Um, and uh, I knew that in Boston, there is, was very, a good bakery at the time called the Levain Bakery. And they specialize in these you know, custom extravagant cakes. And the issue was that in New York City, they didn't have a Levain branch that was going to be open on that day because it was a Sunday. And in New York, all the stores of Levain were closed on Sunday. So because they're also a I Christian actually, company, they're also a Christian. Yeah, you're starting company. to see a pattern. We only time. work with Chris, Christian yeah. companies. So thank you, Vitamin Shopping. Uh, so you know, I had to obviously. I wasn't going to give up this whole gag because we can get a cake in the same city. So I had to contact my friend. His name was Jefferson, and that was his first name, Jefferson. And he had to ship the cake from the Levain Baker in Boston. Um, you know, via aviation all the way to New York City. Now you're wondering, well, what did the guy with the box cutter have to do? Okay, you know, my buddy's flying the plane. Who's going to open the package, let the cake out, and let the cake walk to the trade center? <laughs> have you ever tried opening a cake box? You need some sort of cutter. Box okay. cutter's barely making it. How, how is the cake going to be able to take the subway to the trade center if it can't even get out of the box? <laughs> that is what out of the box. We needed a second guy. We needed him to have that box cutter. And so he was able to, you know, get off the private jet they were flying on, open up that box with the cutter, and the cake was able to walk. And, and you know, uh, I don't I don't know even know if the cake was able to get eaten that day. But, you know, we, we had our fun. Now, look, again, what Jake said, maybe it was a bit overkill. You know, maybe it was a bit mean to what we did to uh, to, to Mark Urbano. But at the end of the day, we had our fun, and I don't, I don't think any regrets. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's stories like that that make me pr- 
crowd bring us right back home. I do appreciate um, Vitamin Shoppy. Thank you very much for all you've done for us up until this point. And we hope that we can continue working with you guys as a Christian company. And again, I hope you guys, one, I hope you forgive that um, your, your, the picture you sent me, you told me to put behind me is, well, it's, it's kind of, oh, that's weird. Uh, hey, it's, oh, there, there goes my shoulder again. <laughs> <laughs> guys, seriously, seriously, um, you need to clean up your act. You need to get better green screen behind me. You need to, you need to improve the technology because it's unacceptable. And I refuse to work with a company that can't get its technology right. We ran into problems with the cake shop. Don't be the next, don't be the next, um, Lavelle's bakery, please. LeBron's, Look, LeBron, I mean, do, LeBron's do, bakery. Do, do, Le, Le, Lucy, Lucy, what is it? Whatever it's called. Do hmm? you want what happened to Mark Rubano to happen to you? No, no, nope. So don't let it happen again. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, I mean, that's not a message for you. That's oh, a message no. for the, uh, the new CEO. Mm-hmm. Of, of, of uh, Vitamin Shoppy or, or Radio Shack? Because Radio Shack's kind of in the shitter right now. Uh, no, I'm talking about GMC. Oh, silly me. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's an amazing thing, and you know, we can hopefully recover as soon as possible from all of this. This was us. So he's kind of simulating where we were. Um, me and him were kind of sitting on, on a high-rise building. We had a night, we were sharing an apartment at the time. And we were kind of, we were using, <laughs> we were using um, binoculars, like a really nice, uh, nice pair of two binoculars. Um, and we were kind of just trying to see in the 76th floor, we were looking for Mark Rufi, Rufi, uh, Rubani's uh, face when that cake came through. Needless to say, I think you guys know what happened. After that, we didn't really get to see what the look on his face was, but either way, we had our fun, like Caleb said earlier. And this was the view that we had. So Caleb, can you just turn around really quick, kind of show what we were doing? The, it just, uh, <laughs> so it was like kind of, it was, it's such a funny memory to me. I always laugh when I see it. Okay, well, no, turn around, because that, that's not what the, the buildings, and never mind. And, you know, it was not really a big deal anyway. I mean, oh, sorry. I Something happened. What's that? What's that? Sorry about that, guys. Oh, nothing. I don't think that was a mistake. Sorry. Oh. Anyway, um, this is the original filming location. Um, you know, it's it's simple. It's simple math. Radio Shack, Vitamin Shoppy need to do a merger. And they need to improve the technology of the green screen because, uh, you know, the previous uh, green screen that I was on where I, it looked like I was sitting on a couch was really not cutting it. it I mean, it looks fake. It looks Photoshop. Mm -hmm. And now me being here in real life is where you can see, you know, what is actually happening around me and, you know, where I am, where I wish to be. Definitely. And you're looking good over there, buddy. Is it, how, how hot is it? Be honest. What's the, what's the, what's the temp? Use your well, finger. It's about, I mean, let me, let me, I'll take it. Just curious. Ow, red hot. About, it's like about volcanic degrees. hot. You're at, where are you, Hawaii? It's probably the case. It's, it's way too hot. Yeah, for Hawaii, Pompeii. 
guys, we're just really glad that um, at the end of the day, this podcast has been really touching a lot of people and, and kind of moving heads. You know, we've been really moving heads and we've been kind of influencing. Oh, by the way, for those of you who didn't know, we're now on TikTok. TikTok, baby, on the clock. Did the party don't stop tonight? I'm a fight, you know? And Kesha fought for her life. Oh, like that's yeah. Yeah. And it's weird because, you know, we've been with the podcast so long. Um, I, I decided to kind of switch up, switch up where I was in the basement. You saw me, I moved, I moved pretty quick with the camera, so you didn't really see it. But um, ultimately, you know, we've made great struck. Who is that? Who is that? Caleb, you there? Hello? Friend? What's... I don't know what... Are you in a... Are you, I'm in a black square right now. I can't see anything around. Oh, you can't see anything? I, I can see... I'm in a room. Yeah, it looks just like you. That's weird. Guys, hey. Hey. You see, you know, this is a long episode and uh, I just wanted to close out with something a little kind of something a little different we don't do. Is that okay with you? Yeah. Let me just, let me just, I just got to I just got to Is that kind of a, a wide? Hey there. Hey there. All right. So what I was thinking is I could do something like this. Let's discuss some scary stories. <laughs> oh, you know quite well the tales. Huh? What's up? You're scaring me, buddy. What'd you say? Hello? Yeah, just that you're scaring me. Can I you hear me? You hear me? Huh? You there? Yeah, yeah. I'm here? Okay. Hello? It's just you're scaring me. Yeah. Hello? Oh, is this is this is this too? It's too, you don't, are you getting scared? Or? You, you were scaring me because I, I didn't, you know, I don't like ghosts. Well, it, what if I, if it, if I do this? That's what, where what it, that you, makes it scary. Okay. What about now? Well, cause I can actually see that this contour of your face. Well, what if I, is it, is this kind so you said this isn't, so this is not, I don't like cause it makes you look like Phantom of the Opera. Mm -hmm. But if you, if you, what if I do yeah, this? You can see more. What if I do something um, like this? Can you see my eyes? Now, you're, you now my it's like, like, well, I mean, how is that for you? I, that can't be good for you. I just accidentally pooted a little, a little, a little farty. Um, I don't think you should have that light in your eyes like that. Well, like, what do you mean? Because I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to do a scary story. I don't think, do you I mean like this? I think that's good for your eyes. You well, should, I'm looking right into it. What do you mean? You don't have to look there. You can. Well, it's kind of cool. It looks like the like the sun. Have you ever looked at the sun? No. I, I haven't. You're so not much, supposed to really look directly. You can see that. so much cool stuff when you look at the right. sun. You're not hearing what I'm saying. I don't think you should. You should probably turn that off just huh? for your own eyes. What's up? There you go. Well, you scared me there for a moment, not only because of the ghost stories, but because I was afraid of your eyesight. If you don't like my, if you don't like when I try to switch it up on you, so I'm sorry about that. My bad, I guess. One sec, I got it. Guys, I'm gonna end it. One sec, I just got it. Just, 
I'm going to end it with one final quote from Lil Wayne, something that I referenced the first episode of the podcast. He said, real G's move in silence like lasagna and real camcorders are able to focus um, automatically. When you're dealing with something that Jake has, it's kind of a Logitech, something that is not so great. But if I just kind of wave my hands and then watch this magic happen, it's going to unfocus in three, two, I'm just going to wave my magic wand. And look at that, guys. Ready? Check it out. There he is. Oh, every time. Works every first time. time. Give yeah, me a first time. First time, first time chop. Oh. Oops. Gotta, What's the matter? Too spicy for you, buddy? Just got to... Where's the... There go. Oops. Don't see, no tell. Nice. Oh. Alrighty, buddy. Looks like you're about to go to sleep. Yeah, I'm, I'm falling asleep. Fast asleep. Do we have to do a sign-off? Damn, I would love to go sleeping in the uh, the neon uh, northern lights. So I think our sign-off should be a, a nice little a little sleep sequence. Let me get my uh, let me get my take this green screen off. Go back to your actual. Yeah, I got to just get back to where I was originally. Um, one sec. I just got to... Let me just pull it up. What? How do you have to pull it up if you were there? Oh, I'm just pulling down. The, I, meant to say, I meant to say pull it up the green screen. You know, I got to... It goes up in the... You think it's live. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah, don't think about it too hard. I just got to... Right now, I'm kind of entering the code. because You got to uncode the green screen. So I'm just... I see. You kind of have to undo all the work you already did. It's a shame, honestly. Alrighty. Uh, oh, it's, all, it's all set. Should be uncoded. Ready, guys? Three, two, one. Back to where I originally was. Kind of just in all the right, woods. Cool. I was doing my own little camping trip. No neon lights, uh, northern lights here, but I was feeling a bit tired. It, it works. It, it works. Work. It works. All right, ready? All right, let me just get comfortable. You in the dream world, my friend. Let me just get comfortable. Ah. Good morning, viewers.